You're listening to the Genesis Church Podcast. We're a community built to love God and love all. If you would like more information, visit our website at genesisyork.com. We hope you will enjoy this message. Hello, everybody. This is podcast time from Genesis Church. And how are you doing during this Christmas season? Uh, Maybe you're out there and you're busy and you're trying to get those last minute packages and trying to figure out if it's ham or turkey for dinner. We want to talk about the madness of the holidays and the difficulties that sometimes come in our lives when we have to deal with other people. And sometimes the holidays bring the worst out when it comes to uh, how people respond or expectations that they put on uh, each of us and how we find ourselves getting caught up in a lot of issues that just seem to escalate that have, you know, just kind of been under the surface all year long. And then all of a sudden, you know, Christmas comes and in the midst of the Christmas carols on the radio station, uh, we have this big argument and things just kind of fall apart around the table. So holiday madness is something that we all have probably experienced. And if you haven't experienced that yet, you probably will face some type of madness uh, in years to come. Today, we want to focus on what we're calling traditions. Uh, There are a lot of family traditions, blended families, single parents. Uh, There's your intact family, if that's a good way to phrase it, meaning mom and dad are still in the home with the kids. There are adopted families. And then I don't know if I'd call this a family, but I think of a person who is all alone at the holiday and there's no one around them. And so your family is you. And how do you cope with that? So we want to talk a little bit about family today as we uh, build on this theme of holiday madness. And so family tradition, when we think of that, we think of, or I think of immediately, uh, the, the picture where the family's gathered together, there's a fire in the fireplace. <coughs> Excuse me, got a little cough here. Um, fire in the fireplace, presents around the tree, and it's just the perfect picture. And then we put people into it and things start to unravel. And so we want to talk a little bit about the traditional family, mom and dad and kids. Uh, that's a little easier to start out with because uh, we think about um, just being at home with our children. And if you're listening as a child today and you're older, you may look back on your childhood and feel blessed that uh, you had a home where mom and dad were present. And so Christmas for you was special. It was something you looked forward to, and you're trying to carry on the same traditions that mom and dad did, or at least some of the neat things that they did uh, as you were growing up. Uh, When we think about that intact family, though, we also know that there are problems in intact families. Some of you are looking at this Christmas season, and even though the kids live in the house, uh, you're just kind of, you know, walking through some struggles with them. Maybe as a couple right now, uh, you're together, but you're not together. Maybe you're not on the same page when it comes to finances. Maybe you're not on the same page when it comes to uh, what your kids are doing or, or who are the people in your lives that are good for you or not so good for you. And so it brings tension between husband and wife, 
finances will especially do that. And during this time, we have the tendency to spend more money than what we have. And uh, we find that finances was one of the major things that often bring a couple to the divorce table. You know, things get out of hand financially, uh, debt accumulates, and and it's hard. And so uh, the escape is divorce. So I don't know what your intact family is facing today. Maybe you have no problem at all and everything is going well. And God bless you for that. Uh, whatever you're doing, if it's working, keep on doing it. Keep on remaining faithful to each other. Keep on walking in a good way. But if you're struggling, we want to recognize that too. And finding help or finding ways to cope through the holidays are, are so important. So when you think about uh, that traditional family and you think about being at home as a family, let me encourage you to think about being together as a family, that you prioritize uh, your immediate family. Now, that doesn't mean grandma and grandpa don't have a place. Uh, that doesn't mean that there's not... Um, uh, opportunity to uh, invite others into your home. But what it means is that as a family that's pretty well intact, make sure you keep that special time for you. Any thoughts there, Pastor Phil, as you're listening? Yeah, just thinking through as we look at family traditions, um, as we look at the definition of tradition is tied to, um, you know, customs or beliefs mm. that are passed down from generation to generation. Mm. And so every family, every person has some kind of tradition that's been passed to them. Yeah. And so when we look at the kind of the madness can come when all of that compiles together mm -hmm. and how do we navigate that, especially as we're thinking of, like you shared, um, you know, blended families and everyone has a different perspective on what yeah. that tradition should be every year. Yeah. And, um, you know, so just looking at how it's passed, even if you are by yourself right now, there's traditions that mm. were passed to you and how are you going to kind of practice or experience them this year? Um, yeah. I'm thinking as you were just talking about finances, too, and marriages mm. and, um, you know, a tradition to sometimes like we're going to get as many gifts as we possibly can. <laughs> that yeah. might not always be the best tradition, depending yeah. on what your year's been like financially. And are you going to hold fast to that, you know, <laughs> yeah. and end up in a rough position leading to next year, to the new year? Um, and so just as we look at those traditions, kind of, you know, what has been passed down? Yeah. And then how does that affect us, you know, relationally too, in, mm -hmm. in the families, the different places that we're at? So that's kind of where my mind's going in, you know, what are those things that have yeah. been passed and how tightly do we hold to them? Mm -hmm. How loosely do we? And just navigating that, you know, through the holiday season. Yeah. And when you think about, you know, those traditions that are passed down, mm -hmm. uh, they break when marriages break. Mm. So one of the things I think about, and probably we can talk about both of these together, but you think of the single parent and the blended family. Mm -hmm. So let me start with the single parent. You're you're sitting out there and you're listening to this podcast and uh, the holiday madness is really madness right now for you. Uh, you're not only trying to put presents under the tree, you're just trying to survive every day as a single parent. Your income's cut in half. Maybe you had to sell the house that your children are growing up in and now you're living in an apartment with them. Maybe the spouse that uh, you were married to 
uh, is unkind and and uh, doesn't care about the children or you. And so, you know, there there's no support or there's no uh, there's no money for the kids that uh, might come from another parent who's walked away. Mm-hmm. So that's even harder. You're finding yourself standing in a food bank line. You're finding yourself in a situation where I'm paycheck to paycheck. And you're finding yourself facing the inflation prices of today. That's just the reality. And a single parent without support is really struggling. So as a single parent, do you have support today? Do you have a church? Do you have other family members? What about your neighbors? Do you have people around you? If you do, don't be afraid to reach out to them. I'm sure that in some way they're trying to figure out how to help you. And sometimes when we're in crisis, people don't know what to say or do. And sometimes they need our permission. And so I want to encourage you that uh, you go and you talk to that best friend. You talk to that relative that's standing with you through this divorce. Uh, you, you talk to somebody that maybe at school uh, where the school can help with your family. I know it's hard to take charity. None of us like to feel like we're in a position where we have to depend on someone else. But the reality of being a single parent is you have to depend on a lot of people because you're by yourself. Maybe there are other single parents that you can uh, connect with. And maybe the holiday season is a room filled with single parents and their children. Maybe it's everybody bringing some items together, whether it's toys or food, uh, you know, or just cheer, just just happiness to be together. Maybe today, as you're thinking about Christmas as a single parent, God might put on your heart to get some other single parents together to have a wonderful Christmas time. Wonderful in the sense that everybody's sharing food together. So it's not you trying to get a whole menu uh, for yourself, but everybody's sharing food together. Mm-hmm. Maybe instead of a whole lot of gifts, maybe it's kind of a, a drawing where single parents, you get together and you put all the kids and everybody's name in a hat. And instead of buying everybody three or four gifts, maybe it's all the single parents coming together and you pull a name from the hat and you get that one gift. And, and, and so there are different things as a single parent that you can do today. I just would encourage you, don't sit alone. Don't stay home. Don't let Christmas pass by. Don't, don't, you know, if you don't have the decorations up yet, get them out of the closet. Take some positive steps uh, to make Christmas as enjoyable as it can be. There's always the family of God. Churches are around. Uh, spend Christmas Eve at church. Spend, spend some Christmas time when church doors are open where you can meet other people. And, and kind of have a relationship with others during this time. Single parenting is hard. And we don't want to minimize that on this podcast. And we don't want to minimize it when we think about Christmas. Because the reality is, Christmas is probably one of those days you just dread. Maybe someone would even say, I just hate it. You don't hate it because of the baby Jesus. Or you don't hate it because of church. It's just the whole idea of family. And it hurts when... There's no more family. And so you have to find ways to compensate for that. Blended family, a little different. You know, there's a couple in the house, but hey, you have kids that are uh, uh, kind of put out to different uh, situations. You might have your children Christmas Eve until noon on Christmas Day. 
Maybe you don't have your children a lot during Christmas because the way your papers are designed and put together, you'll have them on New Year's. And that's a big letdown. You know, what do you do on New Year's? Uh, you know, you can watch the ball drop in New York. There's communities that have little things, but it's not Christmas. And so maybe there's a little resentment in a blended family today because you have to give your child up for part of the holiday and it really hurts. But I would encourage you in a blended family, and this goes for single parent homes too, it's time to build new traditions. You can't build traditions what you did when you were married to someone else and everybody was in the house together. All that's changed and the reality is it's gone. But it doesn't have to end in creating something new. And so you sit down and you plan and you think through, okay, we have all the kids together. You got your kids. I got my kids. We have all the kids together. What can we do? How do we make it special? Maybe it's reading the Christmas story together. Maybe it's opening packages together, some on Christmas Eve and some Christmas morning. Maybe your dinner, because the kids have to go somewhere else on Christmas Day, maybe your feast is on Christmas Eve. And everybody has a chance to be together during that time. So we have to sit and think. You have to plan. You have to get ideas together that uh, are, are workable. But I want to encourage you as a blended family, uh, build new traditions. Build new traditions uh, and, and make them different than what they were. And, and get joy out of being together as a blended family. And for that single parent listening again, think of new traditions with your children. You know, sometimes it might be, and I've known people who have done this, you know, their children go home on Christmas Day at noon. And as a single parent, you may have some other single parents around. I know of people who have done this. So it's Christmas afternoon. Well, what do you do? What about going to a movie? You say, a movie? Aren't the movies closed? Usually they're not. Because there are a lot of people who don't celebrate Christmas. And so society moves on. And so it's finding out what might be open, what might be things to do that you can enjoy with other single adults when all the kids from everybody's house is gone. What do do I do? I don't want to sit at home. It's Christmas Day. The package wrapping paper still on the floor. I don't feel like lighting the tree. Well, you know what? I'm going to get some friends together and we're going to, we're going to go out, find a place that's open. Maybe it's a coffee shop. Uh, maybe, you know, it's just going for a walk if the weather's not too bad, but find things to do as a single parent so that you're not sitting at home and, and you're struggling with, um, stuff that is not happening anymore and you wish it would be happening, but it's not. So I want to encourage you as a single parent, as a blended family, Think about new things. Think about new ways uh, to make the holiday special. Anything there, Phil? Yeah, just thinking of maybe even the parent who uh, doesn't have uh, maybe custody of their kids anymore or isn't able to spend time with them. And how can you still be intentional, you know, to take a step to make it special for them, even though you might Mm -hmm. not be able to be in person with them, but Mm -hmm. still try to work to take some kind of initiative to make it special for them. Send them a card, send them Mm -hmm. something if you're not able to be in proximity, um, but just taking those steps to, you know, show that. Um, I'm also thinking as you're sharing of all these different things, you know, we think of the holidays, really what a lot of us are longing for is community mm-hmm. and fellowship. And yeah. so where and how that looks 
I think really our encouragement is find fellowship with others, make it fun. You know, thinking of decorating sometimes when you get depressed or you feel like, oh, you know, what am I going to do at Christmas? We don't really do much of anything. Sometimes just taking a moment, even if it's just you, mm. to say, I'm going to decorate. You know, I'm going to put some things out and decorate. And I'm thinking even for my family, um, we a lot of times take our kids to get a Christmas ornament every year. They'll get like a new Christmas ornament mm -hmm. to put on the tree. And um, sometimes we have that more scheduled, you know, we talk traditions is more scheduled of when we decorate. This year, we've just had a lot of things going on and we haven't been able to have like a set time. So it's been kind of incremental. Mm -hmm. But I know that's been a little challenging for some of our kids where it's like, we we want to decorate, we want to decorate, we want to decorate. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just learning to be able to adapt, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of where you are in the season, a single parent, like don't get down on yourself because you might not be able to have a tree or other things. But what do you have and how can you still make it, you know, enjoyable and fun for your kids? Um, really just trying to focus on that fellowship and that mm. community and the, mm -hmm. the fun times that we can have and, uh, you know, taking those steps in that direction. And yeah. Yeah. You know, you were, as you were talking there, it made me think about another group of people because um, Sue and I are in this group of people, <laughs> the empty nesters. Empty, yeah. You mm -hmm. know, and, and I say that when, and we do, I say that when empty nesters have children who live far away. Mm -hmm. And uh, because of their own traditions, by the way, empty nesters, let me just encourage you. It's something that we practice. So in saying this to you, I'm not saying it to you and don't practice it myself. We need to let our children build their Christian, uh, build their Christmas. Um, we need to let them build their Christmas tradition and we need to let them, uh, you know, have the freedom. And so sometimes they may get home at Thanksgiving, but not Christmas. And and they may get here before Christmas and leave before Christmas comes. And we have those scenarios this year, you know. But you find things to do. Like, for example, one of the things I do, and it's not just Christmas, but I'll take like Halloween, Easter, Valentine's Day, you know, just different times of the year. And I'll get a card for each of the grandkids, and Sue and I will write a little personal note and, you know, I'll put $5 in or $10 in and just mm -hmm. send it. You know, over time, oh, here's a card. You know, one of our kids were uh, was telling me how they love when we send cards in the mail because their kids right now are at an age where they love to get mail, mm -hmm. you know, and it's kind of neat. There's something in the mailbox for them at a young age. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. those are the things that bless, but they also help tie that family together. And of mm. course, living in this, this electronic age, we have FaceTime and all the other things we can do uh, mm. to talk to kids far away. Mm. But as, um, you know, do fun things, think of fun things, make them laugh. I will sometimes take a theme. Like one year, I took this theme where I bought all type of uh, toiletries. Like I bought toothpaste, I bought a comb, I bought Kleenex, I bought silly stuff, and I sent it to all the kids. <laughs> and of course, it's like, what am I going to do? But you know what? It does something in that silliness that they remember. And, and so they might not get home uh, empty nester. <laughs> this might be the Christmas that you're skipped. But uh, think of ways that you can still uh, be close to them, mm -hmm. ways that can remind them of who you are. 
and what your personality is like and how much you you love them. Mm-hmm. So so those are just some thoughts. That, again, as Phil, as you were talking there, it made me think about that other group of people, yeah. the empty nesters. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think you're you're right. It's a thing of what can we do to create a smile for somebody else yeah. and thinking of those around us of what do they enjoy? What are what are the tradition traditions that they have enjoyed and how can I still kind of help that happen so they can have fun in it and yeah. enjoy it and you know taking it off of often we want to look at what traditions we like yeah. and enjoy and when it doesn't meet that expectation we can get frustrated but if we can flip that coin to look yeah. at those around us mm-hmm. and say okay you know how can we make what they enjoy in it and finding those needs and bringing laughter. I love how you're saying sending toothpaste and, you know, just random things like that. I think of times growing up or different gifts you get. And it was like, yeah, why did I get this? (laughs) You know, or a new pack. I wanted this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it it is something special and you remember it. Those kind of odd gifts and those odd things that you get. Yeah. It, it brings a smile and it brings laughter and, and a story, you know, yeah. ultimately the story you tell later of, man, you remember this time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great grandma gave me this sweater I never wanted and yeah. I wasn't sure what to do with it, but <laughs> I know <laughs> I had to wear it to the next time we went or, you know, yeah. just fun things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and so if you're listening today, maybe this season, maybe there is no madness in your holiday. But let me encourage you in some of the things that we talked about today on this podcast that you would uh, help that single parent, help that blended family not to get stuck, help someone today who is an empty nester and their kids are somewhere across the United States and they're not able to get home. Uh, Think about ways of helping and blessing someone else that they can have a great holiday, a great Christmas. And in closing, I think about one more group that's more positive. I think of you parents out there uh, who have adopted children, Mm. and you love children, and you've invited them into your home, and now they're part of your family. And you have the opportunity to be a blessing to someone who, uh, for whatever reason, is now part of your family. And I just want to encourage you and say thank you adopted family. I thank you for caring about others, making this holiday season something special. Maybe this is the first time they'll have a special holiday. Maybe a little child or someone who might be a little older, you know, they've come into your home and and life for them has been horrendous. But you're bringing stability, you're bringing love, you're providing for them, and now it's Christmas. And you really kind of get to you know, just kind of spill your love out on them uh, with some presents and stuff like that. So if you have adopted children, maybe you're fostering children, God bless you for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make it a great Christmas for these children who sometimes don't have a lot of things. So holiday madness, it's here, folks. (laughs) That's why we're talking about it today. But when it comes to family and different kinds of families, I just want to encourage you to have a blessed Christmas. Think of ways to make it a blessed Christmas. And our prayer is with you that uh, this holiday can be different. That maybe something we said or maybe something God put on your heart as we talked uh, will make this holiday a better holiday. 
And so God bless you for that. And so, Phil, would mm-hmm. you uh, close us out? Pray for these families, mm-hmm. so many different families yeah. at this Christmas season. Yes. Father, I thank you, um, God, for each and every person listening to this podcast. I think of families, God, and your love for family. Um, I ask your blessing upon them, those that find themselves in various uh, situations and how the season can be more difficult. But I just pray that you'd encourage their hearts, Lord, that they would find joyful ways to um, just experience the holidays together. And and most of all, God, that they'd be turned to you, um, that you would give them your joy and your peace and they would uh, draw near and find fellowship and joy, God, that you desire for them to have. Help them to reach out and uh, build them up, Lord, in you. So thank you for this season that we have opportunities as a culture to... um, Just be more mindful and joyful. I pray for those, Lord, who are having a a good season right now and it doesn't seem too chaotic or there isn't madness, Lord, but that you would bring awareness that there are others that um, are are walking through difficult things and just have eyes to see and uh, hands that, that care, Lord, and go. So bless them today, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. To share ideas for future topics and guests on this podcast, Email info at genesisyork.com. Thank you for listening to the Genesis Church Podcast. If you are encouraged by this message, please give us a rating and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about Genesis Church, visit us at genesisyork.com.